0: What's up? It's Moses here from Project 330, just here to introduce you guys to this special episode. But before that, really quickly, the team and I just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners and supporters that have actually decided to financially support the pod on a monthly basis through Anchor. Honestly, your contributions, big or small, have gone a long way into helping us stay consistent with bringing you guys this content. And it just means a lot to us that you guys would even want to partner with us in that way. So for that, we just want to say thank you. And if you're listening and you're thinking about supporting us monthly or even just with a one time gift, big or small, just head over to our anchor page, our social media pages or hit us up on the side and we'll show you guys how to do that. Now, back to the episode, as you guys know, it's Women's History Month and in honor of that we decided to have some amazing women in our lives take over the pod for the day and just talk about their experiences and journey into womanhood. We hope that you guys enjoy this episode just as much as we did. So sit back, relax, and happy Women's History Month.
1: Let's go! <laughs> hey oh man, my God. say man. Hey y'all. It is. Oh no, can we start over and all of us say hey man, say man, and then you say what you said you wanted to say? Like hey, say, hey girl, say <laughs> girl. Say girl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to start. Okay. No, we started. Like, okay. Hey. Do we, okay. We had to start over. Here, so because before we just did I've done it. No. Yeah, it's over. So we can just keep going, right? Okay. Amen. What gotta say that's It's the greater Podcast. Men wear. Men wear. Women take over. Men wear. Like I'm <laughs> not men wear. I know. I mean they're here, but today <laughs> but it's all about it us. It is all about us. Today. It's ladies' night. Come on in the field. All right. And speaking of ladies, happy women's history Come my lady. Happy. Yes, ladies. But first off, we gotta introduce ourselves. Like, I know people you are looking like who are these people that's taking over the 335. Yes. Um, does anybody want to start? I can start. So, yeah. hey
2: everyone, this is Deb. Um, hey girl. You know, I'm, I'm hey here girl. because I'm Gabe's wife, but also because I'm Deb. But hey right. y'all, Good to see you guys. Hey,
1: friends. What's up, becoming and her? Yeah. Hey. Hey, no, we <laughs> out here <of> Given, okay. <laughs> I can go next. My name is Kimberly. A lot of people call me KP Sparks or KP. Hey um, I am a content creator. I am a believer. Come on. I am a software developer. Yay. I am a creative. Oh. I am a, yeah. uh, all the things. Phenomenal. <laughs> 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 I am a beautiful woman. You know babe what I'm saying? Let's just her. get that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> babe, you know we here today, and I'm, I'm just amazed that I'm, I'm here. So I'm grateful for that. So yeah. I got to shout out these ladies because we are literally going in what clockwise or counterclockwise order we, yeah. women have order okay yeah, I don't yeah, know what they do. was doing to pop up but you know what I'm saying my name is Katrina Benutu I'm married to Samson Benutu the man that be rapping and tapping and showing uh, no nah, I'm not gonna yeah, do it right. uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm here I am not a content creator. I am a producer. I work yes, for Crew Films. You can find me on, film. on Crew Films. Yes. Do not follow me, my personal Instagram. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> she do told it. us, do not. <laughs> if you do, you just gonna follow. That's right. right. <laughs> um, I'm Ugo. Okay. I'm Moses' Fifi, or fiance. Oh, okay. I like that. I F- love her. to see it. She's she swinging the ring, y'all. you see, see the ring. The
2: Fifi. I'm um, thinking of Bo Diggas joint when
1: she was doing <laughs> oh, it. Like. No. I'm so tired. <laughs> shout out to <Mo> my <laughs> shout out to my nigga. Hey, hey girl. Sis. How you doing? Um hey girl. I work in healthcare, Come and I'm on. also a fashion stylist on the side. So yes. look at me. she's really bomb, y'all. She is fly. She be giving oh, those looks. Thanks. She know how to wear clothes. She she really does. She really does. Thank you. Thank um, dang, you. I forgot. I'm a friend of the pod. Oh, yes. I forgot to say that mm-hmm. these are literally my brothers. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the men that you hear here on the podcast is literally who they are in real life, and yeah. I can I can vouch for that. So yeah. um, they good, good people. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're really good. amazing, and I love these women as well. So. So um, I'm super excited to have this little conversation for Women's History Month today. And if you haven't listened to the Boys to Men episode by 3:30, what, what is you doing? doing? Up, what are you catch doing? What are you doing? You know that was like a really good episode, and we're just here to do a. Um, Girls, women to women? Yeah, Girls to women, yeah. Girls to women. I like that. I like. Maybe that should be the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, yeah. just throwing it out <laughs> throwing there. So, um, we're we're gonna get into a few things and just talk about the struggles of being a woman, the mis- mm. misconceptions about being a Christian woman, mm-hmm. just the journey to womanhood. We're gonna get into a lot of good things. So yeah. listen in, tune in. Come on. Um, but any anyone want to talk about you know a few things going on today? I, you know time. I think we we definitely have to acknowledge um that today is the
2: anniversary of the um, passing and you know murder of yeah. Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um and I you know by now I think the world knows who she is. Yeah. Um you know there was Yeah, the world knows who she is. So, you know, she was like a um, 26-year-old who, you know... Yeah, our age.
1: Right, there was like a
2: no-knock warrant for her um, her home or whatever, and Mm -hmm. police, um, I can't remember where it was, but they came in, like, they kind of shot up the place, and she ended up passing away. Mm -hmm. Um, And it definitely sparked, I think, what has been, like, a really big... Not only just in, um, just, like, the movement of um, racial injustice, Mm -hmm. but also just, like, the injustice that comes... um, that comes um, to black women. yeah, And I think that's, you know, something that we're going to talk about today. But um, yeah, it's just definitely um, just thinking about her, remembering her, remembering like what she stood for, and how much like of a catalyst she's been, mm-hmm. but same also just name. like mourning the fact that, you know, she had to pass at such a young age for absolutely so no reason. Yeah.
1: I, it was really hard for me during that time because she, she was born in 93, the same year I was born. So yeah. I saw myself in her yeah. and it was just, it was just really crazy. Mm. I'm happy that we are able to acknowledge her, though, and celebrate her life. That's all we can really do and remember her. So Yeah. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Yes, yes, yes. May her family
2: have healing. I know. That's the
1: main. I think it was, I don't know if it was her her fiance or her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend have healing. That's traumatic.
2: Yeah, man. Just. That's traumatic. Like I said, I think it it just reminds me of how much work we have to do, right? Yeah, um and that yeah. whole phrase about like protecting black women and just it's real. showing up for black women mm-hmm. like, you know, like I said we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but I think, you know, her her, pat, her her murder um is something that has not like left the minds of so many women. Right. Um and mm-hmm. I know I've been in so many conversations where women are talking about like now it's like a constant conversation. Like how are you showing up for women? Like how are you Bruh. being an advocate yeah. for women? And I think that's really important as we kind of talk about, you know, as we you know when we were young and like you know as growing into like women now what does that look like to for us to protect ourselves mm-hmm. for the people in our lives to protect us mm-hmm. and you know that kind of stuff so yeah yeah very well said yeah very very well, said. I well i've been thinking said. about her yeah, yeah very like, well know, I, said yeah, i ain't say all the things i do you no know yeah because that <laughs> my called, adjectives are she's coming for the
1: justice <laughs> i'm coming for justice <laughs> <laughs> but very well said so as we're talking about um women and how we are how we are the women we are today um i think it would be really cool if we talk about like how we became who we are today. We talked about who we are, yeah. and like we got some wives, we got a fiance here. Mm-hmm. How do we become who we are today? Yeah, like, yeah. anybody want to share first? Ooh. Oh man, yeah, I, I might as well go first. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this has been something that I've been thinking about a lot because it's like how do you describe who you are in terms of womanhood. I right. understand talking mm. about, like, who I am as a person, but yeah. I do not understand, like, what. how do you define womanhood? How do you define yeah. Christian womanhood? Because yes. there's so much talk about, oh, well, women have to be submissive. And I don't agree with that. I think that oh. you should mm. be submissive to your husband, but no woman should just be submissive in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. about relationship. You're submissive mm-hmm. according to your relationship with someone. Mm. So for me, you know, this this concept of, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, how did you become the woman that you are today? It's like, I know how I became the person, but mm. as far as the woman portion, it's like, yeah. you know, being married doesn't make me a woman.
0: Ooh. I was a woman
1: oh. before I was married. Are Talk about, about, it. My lane. about, about lane. it. Driving down my lane. Hey. hey. Daisy Lane. K.P. Lane. <laughs> it's All not right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, so, Keep like, Put them, no, <laughs> just, you know, so I'm that. just curious because you know, before yeah. I even get to describe and tell and what share, like, you know, how I am, this woman, yeah. it's like, you know, how do we even define womanhood? Yeah, Oof, that's, that's true. So good. That's how would you define that, man? Man, oh I feel like people always say women are strong, mm. but is it just like, like, do we actually feel like we're strong, or is mm. it because of like, just like how we are? Sometimes we are. The lesser then to a certain mm-hmm. degree that you know in cases where like even when you're walking home, we can't like imagine a girl walking home in the dark by herself like that's just yeah. you know and and the stuff we have to go through when it comes to like bearing children and everything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and just I don't know like that's a really good question that's true. How, how would you define being a woman like womanhood y'all mm-hmm. have any I don't know to be honest I have my thoughts were you about to share I was just gonna say Kim made me think about how being a strong woman or strong black woman I Mm -hmm. think is more of people kind of talk about it like it's nature Mm -hmm. and I really think it's nurture I really think it's the way we've had to operate in society that's made us strong women strong Mm -hmm. black women because of the story of being a woman and what those experiences mean Mm -hmm. naturally like you have to learn how to navigate that without you know Mm -hmm. failing Mm -hmm. and the end end result is being strong Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. I think oh, something I was
2: thinking was like how women are often like whenever we are talking about women, it's like we are, it's always like in relation to something. So like I'm defined by the fact that I am in a relationship or not in a relationship. That's where I was going. I yeah. am a mother mm-hmm. or not a mother. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like I think our identity is always tied to like what we do or like who we represent mm-hmm. in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. All the but I think we were. Right. And yeah. I think I really like that you said, like I'm a, I'm, I don't even see myself, like I'm, I am a woman, but I'm also just a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who am I outside of all those like definitions mm-hmm. of who I am? And it's just like, I'm bubbly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I like yeah. to laugh. Mm-hmm. I, you know, am passionate about, like, justice and, mm-hmm. you know, community outreach. And, like, I, you know, I like to draw, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't know if men always have to do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, praise the Lord for them.
1: God, you know, we, don't, we love do them. in no love shade. Them. We do. I, no I mean, it's about us
2: today. I know, right? Praise yeah. God. <laughs> like, y'all had y'all time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I really like what you're like. I'm a, I don't, i 'm a person, mm-hmm. and these are all the things that define me, and i 'm not like extremely different than the next person if that makes sense. i don 't know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think oftentimes because we are all, we are always like we 're talked about in relation to someone else or in comparison to something yeah. else, so my yeah. identity is always tied to like who I represent in someone else 's life, yeah. as opposed to just who I am because I say that 's who I am mm-hmm. and who God made me to be, mm-hmm. so yeah can yeah.
1: I be honest Yes, mm-hmm. sometimes i don 't want to be strong mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like I feel like times where I want to be sad today, but it's always yeah. like black women got so, even when they talk about, us, you are so strong. Like every time when you come out of this, well, when you're going through it, you're still so strong. No, I actually want to be sad today. Yeah, Like, cause I need to feel my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even growing up, like I would see my mom, I wouldn't see her like Like, she would go through things, but I don't know, like, oh, what exactly it is. But I just know she's strong. And Mm. now that I'm an adult, I'm like, dang, I don't want to always put up that facade. If somebody asks me, how are you doing – I'm actually not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, and you don't have to feel concerned about that. I'm just human, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like that's important as well because, especially as a black, all of us are black women. Like it's always described as they're strong, mm-hmm. and it's like there's moments where we're not strong. It's only yeah. by the grace of God that we're able to come out on the other side of things mm-hmm. and yeah. be put together. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think, um, just going back to your original question about, like, mm-hmm. you know, how... Cause I'll, I'll just tell a bit a little bit, like, about my story. Yeah. So I think, you know, I grew up with a single mom. Um, you know, there's four, like, me and my other three siblings. So I, I think growing up, for me, I didn't always feel special. Yeah. Like, I was just, like... Like, there was... There was no one saying like you are important, you are you know this and that like no one really calling out like the qualities in me. Yeah. So I just felt like I was like oh I'm just like a base not not so, oh my god that's, like, how, you, I, that's real, how you felt just real base yeah that's yeah. how I felt like mm-hmm. I was just like normal there was nothing special I was just like another number like mm-hmm. in the sea of the world kind yeah. of thing. Um, and one thing I think is because you know I mean God bless my mom she's like absolutely amazing but you know she had to provide and nurture for us or whatever. So I think growing up like the two things I really defined my like journey of becoming a woman was like my identity and then like my value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think those two, like, come hand to hand. But I think a lot of times, like, you know, if I think about, like, my journey through, like, middle school or high school and college, like, it was all about, like, who did I, like, who did I say I was? Yeah. And how, like, who did I let define my worth? Yeah. And I think a lot of times for me that often looked like, People, define men defining my word. You know, I I ran track. So, you know, the affirmation that I got from, like, being a good, uh, like, a runner or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, just, like, uh, accolades or whatever. So I think all those things about, like, my worth and my value, like, they were often defined by other people Mm -hmm. um, until the Lord was like, I need you to just stop. like you are and I I remember this like vividly it was like one night store time (laughs) one night I was like you know I'm trying to get the you know I'm trying I'm I'm cute you know what I'm saying I'm trying to do all this stuff so I was like texting like multiple guys and I remember like changing the way I was acting Mm -hmm. like I was one person with one guy I was that, Mm -hmm. and the other guy I was texting I was a completely different person and I was, like, just trying to think of my head. I'm like, about how can I construct this text message to make sure, like, you know, all this stuff. And I remember the Lord saying, like, you are, like, you're giving of an empty hand. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to give people pieces of who you are, but you actually have nothing to give them. Uh-oh. Because you don't even know who you are. And I was that, like,
1: Jesus. The Lord dealt with you that yeah. night. He <laughs> dealt with me that night. That's
2: actually the night that Loki I got saved. Like, okay, the Lord wow. was just like, and I was like, Lord, so who, do, like, who, who am, am I? Yeah. And he was like, the only way that you're going to know who you are is if you figure out who I am. Mm, wow. And so I think that was like the, the start to my journey of like, one, once again, like knowing who I was in, G, like in Christ and mm-hmm. then also like determining my value and my identity based on, like I said, who he said I was mm-hmm. um, and just learning myself as opposed to me trying to become something for other people. Yeah. And it wasn't even bearing any fruit. Like, yeah, yeah. where are those guys to me? I don't know. I don't know where they have to be. So just like, where are you? I don't even know. So I think for me, like that journey of becoming a woman was like really identifying like my value and my worth and my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. So
1: good. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I grew up in the South, Tennessee, Southern Mm belle. Um, so yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Nashville. I went to an all girls, um, school for eight years. Mm. Mm. Please. What are Nigerians doing in Tennessee? Can we just ask that question? Ask my parents. I I don't know. Hence why I'm not there. Um, so yeah, I would say, Oh, and I was raised by a single mom. I also had a great relationship with my dad, but She's I grew good. up with my mother, and I have a little sister. So I think seeing strong women and kind of being like a go getter, getting things on your own, was something that was very early ingrained in me because yeah. it was like feminism at home and feminism at school. Mm. Like our school oh, yeah, was yeah. strongly against home ec, like any kind of domestic. Oh wow! Women. Yeah, that was Ooh. not oh, a thing. Oh wow, that's interesting. So I like this. yeah, I and like they the really story. prioritized academics and athletics. Cool. So. We had, like, a very excellent upbringing, mm. I would say, when it comes to, like, what you should do as a woman. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do with guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I say, like, that really shaped how I saw myself when it came to interactions with men. So, it's like, I wasn't even really around them for real until I went to college. Mm. And I went to a very mixy university. Mm-hmm. So, but you said mixy? Mixy, girl. Mixy. That's a great description <laughs> for mixy. Um, So... I would say I didn't really struggle when it came to guys and relationships. And honestly, it was my pride that kept me away from men. Because I was like, I'm not going to be another number that they play. It had nothing to do with God at that point. Until maybe halfway through college, that's when I really renewed my relationship with Christ. And I was like, okay, God, this isn't about me. Like, I'm not... I'm not entertaining these guys or letting them play me because of my pride. It's because mm-hmm. I you're revealing to me what my identity is. That's so good. I would say yeah. it got really solidified, and then I got really plugged into a church. And mm-hmm. that's when I was able to, instead of avoiding men, I had like a healthy mm-hmm. friendship with them, healthy that's relationships good. with them. So that's I really think good. it really built my heart mm-hmm. in a productive way. That's, that's good. really good. That yeah. is good. Well, you can't. Okay. Okay, I'm looking at Kimberly. <laughs> nah, you get it, man. So it's your turn, man. This question, I feel like, man, I'm just gonna I describe. With you actually, you did, and, <laughs> and I just she said, did. What you I you, a <laughs> woman? Look at me like that. Yes, <laughs> what is <laughs> a woman? Yes, <laughs> lol. It's so Katrina. <laughs> honestly, so you know, I think I'm just thinking back um, of my upbringing, and I think I can totally agree with. Uh, the two stories before mine where, you know, grow, growing up with a single mom, um, I had a lot of, I would say, inspiration in her just because of her strength. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because we see the strength as being the norm, when in mm-hmm. actuality Girl. that is the exception right. yeah. to the rule, and that's the necessity that's, yeah. for it survival. Very yeah, same, yeah. Necessity, and, yeah. um, you know, I, I looked at that strength and um, – thought to myself, like, I have to be strong in this world. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, I've always been a very uh, energetic, direct, blunt person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, moving like that in Mm -hmm. this life has caused a lot of heartache Mm -hmm. and a lot of rejection Mm -hmm. that has caused me to be more empathetic to people Mm -hmm. who... Maybe mm-hmm. otherwise, if i hadn 't gone through that pain or that rejection mm-hmm. i wouldn't I be empathetic toward people, yeah. yeah, so as a woman, I would say that something that really sticks to my upbringing really sticks to who I am, and like something that has really formed me is the fact that the strength is oftentimes looked as uh, looked at as something to be squashed or mm. to be um, Marginalized, victimized, yeah. violent, like just yeah. someone wants to do some type of gender violence toward the strength of a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's part, for me, I feel mm-hmm. like it's part of my responsibility to be myself regardless. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And um, to choose to still be soft in the areas that I can be soft. Yeah. So if that means. You know, forgiving, if that means being empathetic. And that also has to do with my relationship with Christ. Because without that relationship with Christ, I would be still this, like, hard, bitter, Mm -hmm. angry. Mm -hmm. And, like, not even in the sense of, like, the angry black woman trope, which. Loki needs to die because key, we're, ang- you know, like Let if you see go. black women Let that's angry, go. I mean, it's okay, yeah. you know. There's a lot going on in <laughs> this life. Right. Yeah, she may have one a plus right. One plus equals two. Have I empathy. Have one. empathy. Yeah. Not anyway. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, but I, know, girl, I, so. I just think that like something that really defines me in my womanhood is uh, empathy, yeah. willingness to um be open to other people's stories and their pain, mm, yeah. but then also just recognizing that I have. Not even just a right, but like I have the privilege to be myself, yeah, and I don't have to explain mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. so that's something I'm still learning, but yeah. I'm really grateful to God that like this is something that I'm more confident in than I was previously, yeah,, yeah. and Very do you feel well supported in that, like do you feel like people are supporting you to be yourself? Wow, that's a great question um so Wow, Ugo, what a question. I girl, I'm to get shady. It's like, no, I'm, gonna <laughs> no, I'm not going to get shady. But um, you know what's interesting? I had to take a step. So 2020, mm. girl, this pandemic, this, this panoramic. Panorama. This
2: panorama, everything. I, I love it. Oh, hey, baby girl. Everything.
1: Hey, bestie. <laughs> well, I'm just going to continue, and she can know, just join right? and I listen. Know, right? So, um, you know, in this panty, I felt like, um, I had to take a step back from several um, spaces that I was in. Primarily, one yeah. of that one of those spaces being my former church, yeah. and one of those spaces being my former job. Mm, and yeah. taking a step back and recognizing my worth—you yeah. know what I'm saying—recognizing yeah. who I am. And it's no shade to these places or institutions in particular, yeah. but what I realized was that I was constantly subjugating myself to manipulation, yeah. or constantly subjugating myself to like wanting to be seen as like beneficial or helpful or yeah. like worthy or worthy yeah. of someone's time. Worthy yeah. is worthy. the word. Yeah. Oh the worthy, worthy is, is actually the word. The word. <laughs> yeah. Worthy is the worthy is the land. <laughs> <It's worthy. laughs> Girl, I was off key, but It was it was a little high. It's, high. it's okay. It's no, okay. Like, was gonna, I was gonna say that's something. A, that's a good be word yourself. to describe it. So. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Uh mm-hmm. worthy. I would def- I was definitely trying to um make myself worthy for another person, or worthy for a group, or yeah. worthy for, you know, a promotion so yeah. to improve your value. And man, girl man, man, and man, man. for Ooh. me, the pandemic More was artists, such a godsend. <laughs> it yeah, really was. Because I was able to take a step back and reflect and think, what do I really want? Yeah. yeah. What do I want? What do I value what to me is success not how mm-hmm. other people define it and so now good. i'm doing a rat race trying to get that dis- success that they're explaining yeah. um and that they have put on a pedestal for me to attain yeah. Yeah. but really like what is success for me and that was so helpful yeah. because now i'm thinking to myself like i i don't need other people to validate what yeah. i want that's yeah. good. Cause Cause very mature I'm, I'm very i'm not only am i like you know um I'm holding firmly yeah. to what I value, yeah. but I don't need other people to tell me that it's worthwhile. Yeah. I don't need anyone to tell me it's a worthwhile pursuit because yeah. I know yeah. what I'm looking for. I know yeah, what yeah. I want. I know my goal, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. And by the grace of God, my path and what I find as important is in His will, yeah. and so I'm actually walking in alignment with Him, with the Lord. Yeah, yeah that's so good. I really think mm-hmm. like. All of us being forcefully ejected out of this rat race that we call life Mm -hmm. gave God a lot more open channels to connect with us and talk to us. So I feel like everyone kind of had like a a re like we had our vision board in our mind like Mm -hmm. 2020 was a vision year Mm -hmm. so it's like all of this craziness was happening but it gave us so many opportunities to hear God talk to us about our career Mm -hmm. about our spirituality about our physical and mental health about Mm -hmm. all kinds of things so I feel like everyone kind of came to 2021 with like a new kind of guide Mm -hmm. for how they wanted to live life and like a new set of standards for Mm -hmm. what they thought was important to them just because God had Taking so much time to solidify it while you're not working, you're not, you know, going here, there and everywhere during the week. Like you have a lot of time to just be still and listen and kind of recalibrate your life. Yeah, so, it's very true. I'm so true. Glad, yeah, yeah. that you said that. Absolutely.
2: I like, I like, I really like what you said about how it's like. It reminds me, going back to that question about, like, what is a woman? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we define who, like, I define what a woman is for me. Mm -hmm. And that definition may be different from Kim or Ugo or Katrina, but it's like, you are still a woman in that, right? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily in the way of, like, um, you know, fluid can you call it like i'm um, mm-hmm. everything all the time or whatever but more so like you know for me a woman might look like um you know one day for me like womanhood may look like um, being a wonderful mom to you know my daughter yeah, right yeah. and the other day it might be like oh i'm actually pursuing my passion because like you yeah. know this is the career like the I feel like the lord has like set in my heart or whatever mm-hmm. um or like these are the values that i have like i think it's it's it can be different every day and mm-hmm. i think it, it it can change but i think the beautiful thing is about like my the my path to womanhood and even the seasons that i've had is different than kim yeah. but that doesn't mean that like her definition of a woman is different than my definition. Well, is less than or like not yeah. equal to you. that makes sense like yeah. we create our own standard for like what we desire and what we want following
1: the Lord's will and that is what defines a woman mm. So yeah. and I just wanted to say Katrina um, I'm really proud of you yeah. <laughs> I'm always sentimental but I remember when he talked to me about your transition from your job and like I was just like wow and just seeing like the work that you and Samson are doing now like I'm encouraged they, feel, I'm they encouraged be, be killing it, y'all yeah I mean, her husband is kids. really hard on me when it comes to creative stuff and he, he never <laughs> wants me to stop so just seeing them come together like like, God is really over your marriage, and I'm just Thank really, really, really you. proud Thank of you. man. man. Thank you. Um, so I guess I can share now. Yes, please can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the question... Way? Way? I, I was doing listen, 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 and I'm forgetting what the question is. Um, So as far as my background, so I grew up, Um, I, my mom and my dad were in my life. They were married, but my dad passed away when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really understand how much of an impact that played in my like life and who I am today until I got older and I gave my life to Christ. But mm-hmm. I would say that um after he passed, I wasn't dating like before he passed. I'm like, oh, I was a daddy's girl. Every time, let's watch yep. um, Seinfeld together. Let's watch. Bo- we even <laughs> watched Borat. All the- we even watched Juice together. All these oh, wow. movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. watch everything together. And then when he passed, I felt like I needed somebody in my life. So that's when I just started talking to guys and mm. just a huge distraction. And then like I was really, really like I was the second in my class for high school. I was a Torian. And, I mean, that's a good thing, but, like, I know where I was at. I just wanted to control everything because, like, mm. I couldn't control my dad passing. So, yeah. it was, like, yeah. that started coming into, like, oh, you know, the type A woman. And, I mm-hmm. I mean, I'm type Ooh. A. Boss and- <laughs> i <big. laughs> I'm type see in charge
2: or whatever they say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm type A, but I didn't even realize, like, the root of that until I got older. Um, and fast forward to college, experiencing a horrible breakup, and then um, giving my life to Christ, I just feel like, I was able to like figure out who Kimberly was and who yeah. God has called me to be on this earth. I realized, wow, I'm actually a creative. Yeah, and right. you know, I was able to start my channel. My channel was actually birthed off of me like when I got when I got saved I originally thought, like, "Mm, I don't know if enough Bible. Let me not share. Mm. (laughs) We have, like, get-togethers in my apartment. I'm just doing, look, I don't know. (laughs) What do you guys think the Lord is? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But then I led my first connect group, and I'm like, wow, I love this. Like, Mm -hmm. I love connecting with other women. I don't want this to stop. Mm -hmm. Season is off. What is that? Let's start a channel. So that's Mm how I started my YouTube channel. and, And, like, from there, like, just being connected with other women and, like, pulling passion out of them like anytime i see someone and they're good at something i'm like have you thought of you really need to go into that like i'll i'll pull them to the side and talk about it so like that all those experiences have um formed me into who i am today and i'm just grateful for christ because i feel like i wouldn't be aware of it like Mm -hmm. i would know okay i'm type a but like knowing that i'm type type a can be a good and bad thing because sometimes I'd be married to my to-do list but yeah. I get stuff done. <laughs> Diligence. Um, yeah. Discipline. <laughs> excellence. Those are good <laughs> things. Yeah. Good things. I get stuff done but because of Christ he was able to reveal to me okay, this is a because you know you experience something you were it was out of control mm-hmm. so and that's what formed me to who I am today, and yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm loving it. I'm yeah, loving girl. who I am. We loving right it too, now. honey. Oh, yes. yes. Giving the gay Thank you. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, do you guys also feel like you had
2: women in your life that also mm-hmm. kind of like paved the way for you, like women who you like look up to, women who you feel like mm-hmm. were like great influences, whether they were like personally in your life or just even like you know. What is it like? Oprah? I don't. I don't know People who's Oprah see. first guy. You know, just, she's on my mind. I don't know why. Dang, Marco. Dang, Marco. There
1: was a meme where she was like, she was doing. Oh my gosh, I can't. She was very surprised during that whole interview, and I would have oh been worried. Oh my worse. goodness. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> I would have been. I would have threw a table. Or something. We ain't finished. I like, get like into Jesus because we get into it. <laughs> I just.
2: I've been keeping my thoughts to myself, but yeah, no. But and are there any women mm. in your life that kind of stand out for you all? It's a great question.
1: Dang. Um, I would say my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So um, my grandmother actually came to America to take care of me. So mm-hmm. my mom, we used to working late. And then my dad, I mean, he had a job as well. Then my siblings, I'm the youngest out of four. Mm-hmm. And the, my brother that's closest in age to me is he's 12 years older than me. So like I would. I was really the baby. Yeah. Yeah. So she came to America to take care of me, but she didn't take no nonsense. Homegirl (laughs) was not playing with nobody, like, (laughs) at all. And I learned that from her. So when it comes... Somebody tell me a no, I'm like, I'm talking to the wrong person. Let me talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not like <laughs> your manager. <laughs> yeah, actually I'm gonna call customer I'm gonna call somebody else HR please, because you're not giving me the answer you're supposed to give, like at all. So my grandmother didn't take no nonsense. And also my mom, like my, me and my siblings talk about it all the time. Like when it comes to my mom, she although she lost her husband, like, it's like mommy always figures out something. Mm-hmm. So like from that, I always figure stuff out. Like, yeah. I figure stuff out. So, mm-hmm. I learned that from them. When it comes to, like, celebrities, I don't have anybody. It's okay. They be doing they yeah. be doing them. But, yeah, I would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's how you talk. Oh, my gosh.
2: I think, um, for me, you know, my mom. So, I think what I get from my mom. A lot, my mom was very, like, family-oriented. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, she would be the one to get everyone together to, like, go on family vacations. Like, she was the all one right. to, like, really bring uh, us together all the time. And, like, no matter what, she's always just like, Debbie, like, don't forget. People call me Debbie. Oh, my God. But anyway, she's like, <laughs> Debbie, don't forget. Like, you know, no matter what happens, like, make sure you're you're keeping in contact with people. Make sure you're you guys are still meeting up. You know, all this type of stuff or whatever. So I think my mom is, like, very, like, family-oriented. And that mm-hmm. makes me, like... I feel like it definitely comes out in me. Like I'm always like, oh, people come over, like that kind of thing. Shouts mm. of Fanny, but um, so I think for me, like it's it, that's where I get like fear, like that, like that, that desire to like see a family like not only like together, but also like functioning well and functioning yeah. like in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, but then also like when I was in college, I had two women who um, kind of like it was like a, a women's Bible study in my church, and they mm. really, really taught Aww. me how to read the Word of that's God. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just like would we would meet up like every week, Um, and then we just like go through a book of the Bible. So we would like read Ephesians or you know whatever, and it was just like, and we would also like live in their life. So I thought it was just that's I, amazing, man. I'm like, I yeah. mean, we don't, I don't think I often see that anymore. But I would but love they impacted, to see that. You. yeah, like yeah. yeah, we walked with her. Like one of my mentors, like when she had a miscarriage, like we walked oh, wow. with her through that's that. Like that's real. You know when her baby was uh, when she had a uh, when she had like a rainbow baby and her baby was born. Like we mm. walked through through like oh, no. we walked through her with so many. What's um, a rainbow baby? A rainbow baby's like um so essentially like after you have a miscarriage, um oh. the baby that comes like Oh the you know, promise. Yeah, yeah, it's like the promise, oh, okay. like a exactly. rainbow baby, yeah. So, um, you know, we walked through, with her through that. Like, we, we just, we just saw, we saw her and her husband's marriage. Like, she would be very vulnerable with us about, you know, her, her own sinful nature and, like, how, you mm-hmm. know, it affects her marriage. Like, it was just very, like, transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, her, the woman that was with her, like, her best friend, we, me and her met all the time, too. So, I mean, I was a hot mess in college. Jesus Girl, Christ. that's the time that you need <laughs> those types of people in your life. I tell you these people send me straight so many times. Like, they would literally come to my campus and, like, send me down, like, 11 o'clock, like, like 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and be like, okay, like, what's going on here? And I literally like every moment that I had like a crucial like reckoning or whatever, they mm-hmm. were there to like talk with me through it. Yeah. And it was so, so valuable. So I just I mean, shout so out good. to them. Um wow. it was it was just extremely helpful. Like, and that was like what discipleship looked like for me as a yeah. woman yeah. um in my college years. So, so yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. I can go. Yeah. Um, so if I'm being real, mm. when I was growing up, My mom, she set a great example when it came to determination and getting things done. She's also very type A, like... Mm She came here, she had two kids, and she had finished law school in Nigeria, but here that means nothing. Oh, so oh, she oh my had, she literally studied. She didn't go to law school here. She studied for the bar with two kids in elementary wow. school and passed. So oh, it's like wow. I definitely, now that wow. I'm older, can recognize this woman was Zay. driving. She That's was not striving. Yeah. So it's yeah. like growing up because she was so type A and like really – focusing on her goals and providing for us, we didn't always connect on an emotional aspect. So it's like my sister and I kind of used each other for that support. So, yes, my sister and I are very close. Um, But it wasn't until I got older and kind of went to college and was on my own that I recognized, like, more of what my mom was doing, more of her sacrifice and really was able to admire that without being under her thumb. Because I even remember one day in college, she called me, she's like, have you heard of a tiger mom? She's like, you know that's what I am, right? <laughs> and I that? was Please like, what is define- it? Yeah. So, tiger moms are typically foreign moms who are very big on, like, academics with their kids and being wow. excellent. Like they just Never want- heard of that. Yeah. So, there, there's this woman, I think she's like a blogger and she mm-hmm. calls herself a tiger mom and she kind of okay. talked about it. Yeah. So, my mom came across this, I don't know how, and explained how that <laughs> That's what she is, and I think that was her way of that kind so of funny. explaining mm-hmm. like why she our connection. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. So, during that time in college, like around that conversation I kind of avoided women as mentors because I was like girl mm. I finally have my freedom yeah, yeah. I don't have a tiger mom over my head like I'm in DC she's in Tennessee. she can't honey. do nothing can't <laughs> I don't want yeah so it wasn't until late college where this woman at church approached me and was like I really just see a light in you and I really mm. want to mentor you like are you open to that and oh, I was wow. like so shocked by her like humility that I was like absolutely yeah. so she has done wonders for me I love her to death um yeah. So, yeah, I would say she's definitely someone who has... She's also excellent. And she's type A, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. So I think that also changed my idea of, like, you can get things done and still be, like, a very warm person yeah, a personable yeah, yeah. person like thank you for saying that yeah like you're not just you don't <laughs> have a one track <laughs> mind <laughs> like you can still be very like excellent and still love on people so yeah, she definitely good. showed me that there's a different side to being a go getter it's not just about like running over whatever's in your way it's Ooh, about kinda, bringing them along with you <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. i want to talk about this whole. i know Katrina did share but that i mean <laughs> we have to dispel i mean that's also like with the co- misconceptions like I, a, of a woman but like yeah, that, you know that boss girl yeah. i'm in charge CEO, getting, 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 and, like, just running over everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't taking no mess with no, Hold like, all that time. stuff. Yeah, boop, I'm boop very soft. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm very soft. Even how I was affirming Katrina, I'm always sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And when your yeah, voice, you're very very be like, ah, I just want to say. I know. when she affirms, it's so funny. But anyway, we'll talk about that. But, yeah,
2: Katrina, where are you going to go?
1: <laughs> so, uh, I thinking particularly, other than my mom, my mom has been um, – as I said earlier, a source of inspiration just because of how she really did I hear something? I don't know, I'm hope. so sorry. I meant to be focused. Actually, but... hope is my inspiration,
2: actually. Okay. Hope for president. Hope, hope for, for president.
1: president. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom has been, you know, a very like a a driving force in my excellence. I would say my mom is also a tiger mom. But um I'm thinking more so about a friend of mine in college. She really showed me Um, Actually, the thing that she showed me the most was how she saw people. Like, Mm -hmm. she really Mm -hmm. stopped. She paused. Very, very um, popular person in our circle. Yeah. um, Just because of how she loved people Mm -hmm. and how she was willing to pray for people and Mm -hmm. really encourage and walk with people through Mm -hmm. their you know trials and through their the things that they were going through during college, mm. and she was going through some rough stuff, you know, mm, like yeah. she had actually gotten married her sophomore year, mm. yeah, so she was married Dang. in college, yeah, and her what? her husband was like, i think like a senior. Oh, wow. So oh, he like graduated and started working. So then she was like doing like long distance. Like she would move, like she would mm-hmm. go to Florida on the weekends. Hey, yeah, to like I be with her husband and then come college. during college. Oh, and gosh. then she still ended up going to grad school. So oh she, she was getting like, it, honey. Oh, nothing, nothing can play. stop me. Mom. Wait, I've <laughs> <laughs> heard that song <laughs> in so
2: long. Oh my
1: god. Wait, what? Nothing, nothing can, can stop her. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, nothing could stop her. But like, I don't even <laughs> know. I don't know how she was able to you know, just see people where they were at and just have so much compassion. She was the first person to ever like sit me down. Like we went to Starbucks one day and we were talking and she was like, Katrina, do you know what your, um, your Myers-Briggs is? And I was like, no. And she was like, I think you're an introvert. And I did not know that. I really thought I was extroverted. And it's so crazy to me because like I would be extroverted Mm -hmm. just for the sake of, you know, social, like I'm here, might as well. But I'm truly an introvert. You are. And and she was the first person to see that. And so, like, that's just her character. Like, she can see you. Call things out. And really... um, it's that intuition. And see how you're really doing. And she's not afraid to ask. <laughs> I'm sorry. Always, I don't know what Gabe was doing to that girl in the back. Probably tickling her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I take that as my cue. She she really showed me the importance of just being with someone and seeing where they're at. Yeah. 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 I think it's really good when people speak life into you because, I mean, the world speaks so many things. Other words that are negative. So it's very important. Yeah. But we talking about, you know, the good things about being a woman. So can we get into oh, the nitty-gritty no, about too. the struggles, struggles. of being a, woman? being a woman? Anybody want to share, man? Honestly, truly, where do we start? I know. I think, oh, I'm stealing this you. I think, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mommy, take your time, take your time.
2: Maybe I won't start. <laughs> no, you should start. Um, I honestly, hmm, I really, I think I talked about, like, Value and mm-hmm. identity because I think those, I mean, those are constantly under attack from, you know, for men as well. But for women, it's like, man, I feel like the devil really becoming like 10 mm-hmm. times harder, bro. Like, I don't know. It's just like there's this, the, I, there's just, there's just that attack. And I think um, once again, uh, what I said earlier about how we are often defined by. We're defined in our relationship to something. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a, a, a challenge that I have seen because it's like people don't know who I am for me. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, and, and this is no shade to anybody at all. Like this is what you normally do, right? But it's yeah. like oh, how's Gabe? I'm like oh, hey mm-hmm. Mary, hey wifey, and I'm like and I'm like oh my god, how's Hope? And I'm like I just what about you? did you want to ask how I was like do you want to ask about my week like you know and, and, and like once again like it's not necessarily no, it's good it's not that um, yeah. I, people don't do it on purpose right like they just see that thing but I think we um it's not often understood. It's like once again, like I'm a person outside of all those things. Like I was a person before I married Gabe. Like I'm I'm a woman before I had hope or whatever. So like who I am is all like is not it, it, I don't know if it's like, it's like, it parallels that, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, the challenge is like, it and even actually after after I had hope, it was like a three-month, <laughs> what is this girl doing? <laughs> it was like, there was like a three-month period where I was like, sad. I was like, who am I now? Like, yeah. I was like, it, it, and once this again, is real. it was like, because I had hope, mm-hmm. people were just like, oh, mommy, 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 mommy. And i was just wow. like, dang, like, who am I now? Like, as mm-hmm. Deb, like, outside of having a baby, like, I love that girl to death. Like, y'all know that's mm-hmm. my bestie, but I'm just like, once, it was just like, who who do, who am I? Yeah. And I think that like in the different seasons that I've gone in my life, like once again, like after like being with like getting married to Gabe and you know getting a job, or all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, I feel like I always come back to that question of like, okay, who am I outside of all of those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think that like society often pushes those things onto people For all sure. the time, yeah. and it's just like that's all we know about you, yeah. um, and you don't get to actually know the real me. So like, there are things that people just don't know about me just because it's like anytime we do see each other. Is given like, Oh house marriage. And once again, it's not shade. No, at but all. it's good to, you know, I don't even
1: feel like you need to say that disclaimer. Cause right. you're just, this is your truth. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't know that cause I'm not in that season, but it's, yeah. it's good to know. But yeah, so just, just constantly
2: like trying to define who I am. Um, outside of the things who um outside the things that I do or the people that I like have relationship with. Yeah. I think that's something that I have been mm. like I have struggled with and I like what Katrina said, like I'm still processing that because yeah. I think in every season like something constantly is changing. Mm-hmm. Um and so you know I'm constantly like redefining like, okay Deb, who are you now? Like what do you like now versus like what did you like in college and yeah. that type of stuff. So I think that's kind of like what the the struggle of you know defining myself for me outside of the people that I'm in a relationship
1: with. No, that's Shout out to the emotionally healthy woman. That- <laughs> come on honey that book is giving. because it feel helps like yeah. it's such it's almost like a scary question yeah mm-hmm. because Very. i was you know i was me and my dad are like best friends mm-hmm. and over 2020 we were butting heads a lot when it came mm-hmm. to me getting married mm-hmm. so i remember i was talking to one of my mentors and she was like you're trying so hard to be a good daughter but like what are you doing to be you? What are you doing mm. to show your dad who you are as Ugo, not yeah. his daughter? She was like, when you strip away all of those titles, ooh. who are you? What do you stand for? Mm. Ooh. Like, are you just always going to be obedient? She's like, you can't be defined at 25. And I was like, ooh, oh my jesus. <laughs> <she's like, laughs> yeah, so, and God kind of had the same talk yeah. to me. Like, I created you, and I created your father, and I picked who your father is. So mm-hmm. if you believe that getting married is my will, yeah. are you disobeying me to obey the man I put on earth. So I really feel like it's such a scary question when you're not ready to confront who you are because it's like, dang, I may really ruffle some feathers Mm -hmm. of the relationships in my life once I start asserting who I am based off of what I believe and what God's told me and not what my dad or my mom has raised me to believe or what this group Mm -hmm. has told me I am, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And that's the actual strength, right? Like to show up as who you
2: are, knowing that it's like, it could possibly go against what people yeah, may exactly like, have thought of you. So mm-hmm. shout out to shout
1: mm-hmm. out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. You oh, I guess. Yeah. Um I felt <laughs> Wait. I don't know. <laughs> <You're sinister. laughs> <That> laugh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the other day I mean, I had made this TikTok, right? And I was like looking at my old pictures from high school. Uh you know, I was I was obsessed with Kanye at the time. It was really it's very cringy to see where I am right now as a 27-year-old. But I also saw my um figure, my body. Mm. And I. looking back, I'm like, dang, I thought I was a little bit big mm. around that time. But then I look at myself now, and I'm like, dang, you didn't appreciate what you had now. <laughs> and I say that all to say, being a woman, like, women is... Constantly, like, comparing your body to someone else, like, not being, not appreciating what you have, and I feel like where I am now, like, I want to love myself at every state. I work out, but even during the process of working out, I want to love, if I have a little fupa. You know, if I have a little, you know, time you know, it's okay. So I think that that can be a struggle at times, though, because That's I know real. that there's a yeah. lot of women that like body image is huge. Man, body it's image, it's so big, yes. like that struggle loving themselves and mm-hmm. thinking that you know their body should look like someone else's body. Sometimes, a lot of the times when we see images online that's not a real body so it's we're not. we're we're striving for something that doesn't even exist it so i feel like that either. is a major struggle um being a woman that i have to constantly remind myself no kim you're love yourself at every single state like yes. imagine all we have to go through being a mom like just the stress of life just everything like yeah. your body like our bodies oh. go through a lot like we should love on love on it because yeah. it does so much um yes. so i feel like that's True. a constant struggle in womanhood yeah that's good Like Kim said, body image, and it just reminds me of just like, like aesthetics, you know what I'm saying? Like how people perceive your reaction to things. And Mm -hmm. I think for Mm -hmm. me and maybe some other women out there, one of the, one of the biggest struggles I think is like, people expect us to react the same to the same stimuli Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. realistic. So for example, like. I remember when Sam first proposed and he was on the, I didn't even know it was gonna happen at that moment. I Aww. knew he was gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't think it was gonna be that particular moment. So mm. when I turned around and I saw him on his knee, my stomach dropped. Mm. I was scared. I said, Oh my God, I cannot go back. This is, you can't go back now. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. And this mm. is I it. Think, you know, yeah. Mm. And it's like interesting because like people kind of have this expectation. They're like, Oh, you should be excited. You should be happy. This time, celebrate, yeah. celebrate. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I am a person. Like, Like, if I react the way that I react, it's because of, you know, my prior experiences. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just trying to, like, figure this out. Like, I'm a new... You know, in the same way that you were speaking about how being a mother, people are asking you, Deborah, asking you about, you know, the baby and, oh, mother, motherhood. And you're just like, wait, what about me? It's kind of like, man, you know, people are so much more in tune with, like, the experiences that you're having or, oh, let's celebrate this. But it's like, but you, like... I'm actually going through a journey. Like, I'm actually going through a metamorphosis in this moment. And I don't even know how I'm supposed to be moving. I don't even know what I want, really. And it's all, it's really, like, us Mm. coming to terms with, A, who we are, Mm -hmm. A, what we want, or Mm -hmm. B, what we want. Ooh, too many A's. (laughs) (laughs) B, what we want. And then there's also this element of, you know, this is new. Like, as women, you know, we're constantly being... Um, mm. Introduced to new scenarios, new yeah. new right, new yeah. opportunities, new. Yeah. Ex- and then there's always this like, there's a certain level of expectation about how we should move in that thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I personally would want to know like how you guys feel about you know these expectations that people put on women, whether it's the, yeah. the image, like the body image, the physical image, or like just oh how, for example, like. Oh, you know, you should wear makeup when you leave the house, or mm. oh, you should wear heels more often, or yeah. oh, you know, you yeah. should, you should, you should be the one that cooks, and it's like, well, mm. what if he's well, better let's talk at about dick. I was gonna, I was gonna actually um, talk on like the marriage part mm-hmm. yes. because oh, this is dang, I never said this online, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, um, but only my life coach knows that. <laughs> But there's a time because this panty brought up a lot of engagements. My goodness, it's the yes, most I've yes. ever seen. Yes. <laughs> that is very and, true. Yeah, and I um and of course I'm happy for people, um, but there was a time where. I almost felt like I didn't have good news because mm. my, my news wasn't an engagement. Wow. And I had to mm. literally tell myself like, Kim, like you're still a great woman yeah. outside of you being engaged on or on, having on, a guy or, yeah. cause I feel like there's a constant expectation. You know, someone will ask you, how's your dating life going? Yeah. It's like as a girl, I mean, I, I don't know if men get asked that question a lot. I don't know. But as a woman is like, I literally, mm. it starts titled, sooner for us. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I I titled my connect group, yo, why are you single? Mm. Because I was get that question all the time. <laughs> um so I just wanted to share that because it's it, on both ends. Like there is there's stuff that happens in your mind that you really have to put at the feet of God because it will drive you crazy. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. being engaged is like, "Oh my gosh, I can't go back" versus like where I am thinking I don't have good news. When I do have good news, I had to literally write down in my journal, no, these are all the things God... That's like the enemy really trying to downplay every good thing Mm -hmm. God has Mm -hmm. done in my life. And I rebuke that right now. And I acknowledge all the good things that God has done. So, yeah. Yeah. Katrina, Mm -hmm. what you said really reminded me of something that I'm just now realizing is a part of like the expectations put on women that aren't fair. Mm -hmm. I think... There's a lot of pressure, like you said, like someone was saying about responding to things the same. Mm -hmm. And I think we get judged for like our emotional, like where our emotional level is, our expression. So like when Moses proposed, Mm -hmm. the number one question I got was, did you cry? Mm. Oh really? And I felt bad for saying no. No. And then someone was like, "Girl, just say yes." And I'm like, "Wait, Uh, wait. but why do I have to? Is it by force? That's what I'm saying. Why do I have to lie about my response to (laughs) my experience? Mm You know? So I felt like this Hmm. pressure for us to be, you know, I know. Just clap it up. Clap it up. (laughs) This pressure for us to look good respond especially like perfectly um, be emotional be girly yeah, yeah, yeah. be like excitable because I'm also introverted maybe mm-hmm. I'm an ambivert one of yeah. those mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like yeah I'm not about to be here like wailing in yeah. front of people because like you want I someone tell you to say yes she that must, doesn't must make me upset I'm like, I'm like, just, <laughs> you want to share the picture on your yeah. face at my oh, huh? like girl yeah <laughs> 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 that doesn't <laughs> make me upset but I had to like right and it's just like when Katrina was saying that I was like yeah that's actually like not okay because I know she was saying it in a funny way but it's like why do you feel the need to to tell me like girl just say you cry like what yeah. if you know me you know I probably didn't yeah. cry yeah. when that happened I was surprised for mm-hmm. sure but if there wasn't this like there was an emotional reaction and it's like for you to Assume that because I didn't cry, I didn't have an emotional reaction mm. isn't fair because mm. you are not me and yeah. i not. You. Yeah. The, or Ooh. it wasn't why enough. Or it wasn't enough. Why do women have Ooh. to be enough according to your standard? Wow. Whether that's like mm. a patriarchal standard mm. or mm. it's like another one. Mm. Like, you know, Let's just go like, back to your question. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? What the question? <laughs> when you said the cook, cooking, makeup, like, oh, oh women, yeah. yeah, meeting like yeah. say say again, other
2: people's expectations. know, I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. It was like, just go back. a I think the question was how do we feel about like the different standards that women constantly have to meet like cooking yeah. Yeah. wearing makeup being girly mm-hmm. yeah. I think the, that was the main just
2: and I think I mean we I think, I think we definitely answered it but I mm. think it's once again like about defining who like defining what that looks like for me. So I am not in any way. And if you didn't know this, you do now, I am not living up to the expectations that you have put on me. Yeah. Like I also, I didn't ask for it. You didn't communicate it. I didn't accept them. Like it's just all the things. Like Mm -hmm. I don't take all that back. So I think, um, people like, um, it's just, and and we kind of talked about, um, a little bit about this, but also comparison is also a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. As a woman, like comparing, you know, like once again, like our responses are like, oh, if it was me, I'm like, but auntie, I think that's you, not. and not in a shady way, but it's like, you know, we, you and yeah. I are different. But I think, um, once again, it's like, um, the expectations that we that are put on us, and even like as black women, as Christian women, or whatever, is just like, oh, you are submissive, or you are like this, like, you know, you clean the house every five seconds because that's, and it's just like, but actually in reality, like that's not that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. yeah like for Gabe and I we both cook
1: mm-hmm. well Gabe and
2: I we have a cleaning chart like we both clean mm-hmm. like we both take care of hope mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's like yeah. like it really is a team effort mm-hmm. because I think the other thing is that um people don't often talk about this side but it's like when women are doing that you see them doing all the things being homemaker or whatever and I think you know if you are a homemaker shout out to you because it is not easy that is a oh, job it's, okay it's like, a full job it's a full-time job mm-hmm. like you are getting it and you are killing it but I think um, there is a, I've seen, there's a sadness on the other side that wow. people don't often see. Wow. There's like a loneliness that people mm-hmm. don't see. There is a like isolation that people don't see. Yeah. And you know, when you're constantly trying to fit into the, the expectations of people, like, like I said earlier, like you're just constantly molding yourself. Like, okay, I have to be this person here and I have to be mm-hmm. this person. here. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're never figuring out who you are because you're constantly trying to live up to other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like. It's just like a what whirlwind. What are you living for? It's chaos. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, that. that's for? in my mind. Like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that is so stressful, and it drains your energy. Yeah, like, it does. There are people who deal with, like, depre- Like in the book that we're reading in our small group right now, like, she talked about how she, like, dealt with depression because she has so many repressed feelings of all the things that happened to her husband because she just said yes to everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And she didn't Ooh. have boundaries. She just, like, lived. She just met expectations, but she never said what hers were. Um and so I think you know it's really it's dangerous because once again like your identity is
1: at stake yeah. so yeah so good Yep. Once again, shout out to Emotionally Healthy Woman. That book is good. getting me together. Like, And I think um, Deb touched on it a little bit, but his, um, her husband was a pastor, and she actually left the church because it was mm. that bad. With four kids. She wow. said, I'm going to another yeah. church. I'll see you she, later. She left she the, was the church because it, wow. it was that bad. The first lady said, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, catch me outside. Literally outside the, the, the church. You're so, so oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, do we want to get into some misconceptions of being a Christian woman? Mm. Oh, dying Well, Or you know we can what? get into the other ones. whatever man, y'all you know wanted. what I'm saying? Like, you know, friendship. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 I really wanted that's to That's the do one it. that's. Well, I wanted to give you the opportunity to. Yeah. The friendship's
2: one is really good Friendship is me. what? Sisterhood. Yeah. Really... yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: Let's fight, y'all. Like... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Let's friendship. Start... Oh, man. Hmm, I don't even know where to begin. Where do we start? What am I supposed to say? I'm just gonna run with it. So, we can help you out too. And I'll just, you know, we take the baton. I got I got it. I've learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So, we included this topic because most women understand that friendships amongst women are very, very delicate. And that's a good word. For me, I feel like it's almost similar to a romantic relationship. And I think it's because Mm -hmm. women typically are intuitive and that they're sensitive ones and we're very in touch with our emotions and we Mm -hmm. know how to communicate them for the most part. So I feel like because of that, sometimes we forget that because there's so much emotion in there, there's also a lot of expectations, Mm -hmm. but because it's not the person we're romantically involved with, we forget that we have to voice and talk about those expectations. So I feel like that's why the fallout with women relationships can feel so intense. emotional yeah. and breaking intense. up with your bestie and is a it's, it's a, a breakup a much- literally yeah. yeah yeah there's so much you guys have to sever there's so mm. many like just a lot of hurt there so yeah with like female relationships i just want to talk about like that dynamic and mm. why is it that they yeah. seem to be so much more mm intense compared to they men are. like men it's just, very intense guys and hard yeah. Yeah. guys will just
2: come together go apart
1: come <laughs> together. like yeah. they're just very like they're just so much more yeah. like, I, we love hard and we fight hard yes. and we yes. feel hard yeah. and we support hard <laughs> and we, yeah. we do everything very, very intensely yes, yes. lots of passion so it's like yeah. why are we like this you're my friend <laughs> no one else right is we're territorial ter- we're jealous we are ter- yeah. compare we are all the things we do all, all kinds of all the things yeah I think I can... Um, Please, go. Wait. Okay. Go, no, no, go. Oh, Everybody's triggered. Oh, no, 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 Go ahead. Everyone's like... Shoot, I said I'm going to sit back. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. no, I... Uh, I'm not... Okay. I'm not going to go too much in detail, but I think what it, what's been really challenging for me is to let go of people that I... Like, they're ready Ooh, to let go of no me, way. and I'm not ready to let go of them. Yeah. That has been hey. so hard, because I... I feel like have I have I done something mm. like dang you don't want to talk to me anymore mm. dang I see you hanging out with other people but you're not hang, you're not picking mm. up my phone calls or answering my text messages and it's just really it's it's so hard for me to get like to get it <laughs> um, and I feel like that's something recently I had to like just. Except that, like mm. your friendships go through different seasons. Yeah, but it's man. Thank you it's for hard. talking about that because yeah. I feel like that is a phase for a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going through. Well, I went through something very similar to that, and luckily I'm past it. And I kind of see it as like. I can't go backwards yeah. and chase somebody and try to pull them with me. Mm. So it's like if their life is going in a direction that doesn't involve me, mm. that's okay. You got to be okay with this. It. And minus yeah. two, and it's like if we mm. cross past. If we cross paths later on the line, then great. And if we mm-hmm. don't, that's also okay. This was a beautiful friendship while it Ooh, lasted. Yeah. And I just have to no, learn no. something. <laughs> it's forever. I'm just kidding. There's gain in life and there's loss in life. There so is. it's like yeah. you have to learn how to respond to both in a way that doesn't stop or derail what you're doing. Ooh, that's good. But I feel like for me, it's like, dang, I invested so an investment. much into this. Absolutely. And you just want to like forget about me mm, like that's yeah. that's how i literally been feeling and mm. yeah i don't really have an ending to that but <laughs> yeah. yeah you want you you ready <laughs>
2: to tap on her I, lean back you know <laughs> i i um you know
0: i <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why i laugh man i just just laughing i don't know what to say <laughs> i just love so, you go i love la-
2: I think, you know, friendships are, I, I love how Ugo introduced it because I think mm. friendships are very nuanced, especially mm, yeah. like sister friends, like sister, sister friends, friends, like besties, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Like I know for a very long time, like I, so I used to, I feel like I was great at friendships. I'm like, Ooh, look at me. I got friends. <laughs> and then something happened in high school and it just like shook my world oh, wow. like it was like sh- me and her were like best friends and mm-hmm. i didn't like meet your expectation mm-hmm. but i was like still pre- like i was still present but i was just i wasn't meeting the expectation in the way that she wanted me to mm-hmm. so she like severed our relationship mm-hmm. and it was just like uh um it was um how do i explain it it just it, we were all cool in in high school so it just it created like a rift yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. a divide and i just remember thinking i'm like dang like it, it, it hurt me so bad that i was like dang even though i was showing up because I wasn't showing up in the way that she had expected me right. to, she deemed that I was not a good friend. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good enough. So I wasn't the expectations. Good
1: that's literally what Ugo said. Right, and yeah. I think for
2: me, like it put a cloud over me of like, dang, I can never really meet people's expectations. Wow. Like even if I do meet or show up in the way that like I can, it's not going to be enough for them. Wow. Yeah. And so I think that really, 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 really determined the way that a lot of my friendships have gone. And I think you know I you know was uh, seeing a life coach as well, and I had to really go through that. And I'm like, dang, like your girl's almost like it's been tank maybe like nine, ten. Years years that's and exactly. I'm still like processing like Man. okay dad like these are the what like what does it look like to show up authentically in your relationships in the way that you operate and that be okay and if someone doesn't like that it's like you know what then we just aren't gonna be friends and that's okay like I have that's to be okay, okay with like letting that go exactly. mm-hmm. and once again, I think it go, it goes back to for me like the different seasons of my life. I'm like there was a season in my life that I was like really really busy, so you probably ain't getting mm. a text back from yeah. me. Yeah. And if I ain't text you back, I'm sorry. Like it just. Yeah. And, and, but I remember like always being met. You didn't text back, and I was like, oh my god. Can... And it also just like I just became that thing. I'm like I'm the girl who doesn't text back. Yeah. Mm. And even though people like say it as a joke and stuff like that, I'm like no, that actually like feels like that's who it's I am exactly as a friendship, exactly. as a friend. And so I just once again like that reiteration, like I can never meet people's expectations, mm-hmm. was always like wow, over wow, me. Wow. But I think now. I realized, girl, and I think now that I realized, like, okay, this is who I am, right? Like, I am a people person. Like, I am, I come alive in person. Like, when I'm, I think people can test. Like, when I'm with you, I'm like here. It's true. I don't yeah. look at my phone because I'm yeah. like, I'm, you know, that's who I am. But outside of that, you, you know, you might get text, you might not. It's, but, but yeah. if you try me up to schedule a text I get, or schedule a meetup, I got you. Yeah. But I think I just had to realize, um, and the other thing I struggled with was like comparing my friendships to how other people's friendships look. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I want to have a click. Like, oh, I want to have this, mm-hmm. and I want to have that, and I'm just like. You know what? A lot of my friends actually don't live close. Like, my mm-hmm. close friends, like, they all literally, like, have moved from, like, to Missouri to Texas to Atlanta. And I was like, you know what? I need to embrace the friendships that I have in the mm-hmm. season that I have them in and be okay with that and not constantly have them compared to, you know, me constantly comparing them to other things. So it was really, like, shaking off shame and guilt and other people's expectations and just being clear about what I wanted, clear about how I moved and just – accepting the ones that like wanted to accept me back and yeah. then for the ones that didn't, it's like, you know, it was great. We can be acquaintances. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, friendships are very... I mean, I'm, it's still a trial now. Like, yeah. friendships are...
1: Whew, it's, it's hard. It's I can talk about it all day. Yeah. Cause, yeah. You reminded me of like how when you said, oh, I want to be a part of a clique, I remember, it's something about the DMV, y'all. Everybody knows everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So you feel like, oh, I need to be a part of a group. I want Mm -hmm. a core group where, you know, we do everything together. And so I started to kind of be pulled into that hype. Mm -hmm. And I've always known about myself. I'm a quality time person and I'm a one-on-one person. Mm -hmm. So I was Mm trying, I was striving for a friend group. I was striving for like not just friends that I'm with that we all know each other, but like we're all intertwined, like super close. And it's like every time that happened, whether in college, after college, it fell apart. Yeah. In flames. <laughs> oh, flames, in flames. Flames. <laughs> flames. I feel you. Yes. <laughs> not even me. It was just like some random argument work. would happen yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. then and everything's just, just yeah, messed apart. up. Yeah. And I just had to remember, you keep trying to do something that isn't in line with how you relate to people. That's mm. why it keeps getting messed up. So That's it's him. like, yes, you can admire that. But you don't need to strive for it because you know like you don't do well in those Mm. situations. So it's like understanding that something can be good but still not for you in friendship Mm. is another thing. That's That's why it's like with friends that we lose, like, you're still a great person. I still love who yeah. you are, but you and I just aren't for each other right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That acceptance. Yeah. There is this phrase that I think everyone has said, and <laughs> it's been, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there's, um, you know, for me personally, I, last year, 2020, I had to mourn friendships. I had to mm, mourn certain that's people. That's the word, mourn. Yeah. Um, mourn the relationship because, you know, it's just not what I thought it would be at this time in my life. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, is, um, you know, I've also had to learn that the expectations that I have of people, like, oh, please invite me out that's or da-da-da-da or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, you know, you can't, you can't expect, not even you can't. I don't want to put that on everyone, but I'll talk about me. For me I've learned that you know no one owes me anything mm, you know yeah. no one it's it's not their it's obligation to invite me to something if that's their thing it's not their uh, obligation to include me you know what I'm saying like if that if if they want to do something or if they if they want to you know hang out with a certain person then I need to be okay with that. I need yeah. to be secure in myself that's good. to be fine, not to be included. And um, 2020, I had to mourn those expectations of mm. needing to be same. there, same, needing to same, be invited, same, same. wondering yeah. why I wasn't good enough to be invited. Same, and it's just I mean. like, no girl, you good enough. You it's are. just not, that's not for you. Yeah. And that's okay. And a book that helped me get there mm. is friendish. I'm not, not sponsored. Not a... Boy. You, I not <laughs> She had a book in her I brought this book because y'all need to read this <laughs> book. This, book it's giving this book. Girl is breaking the fourth wall. You're looking at the camera. I'm breaking the fourth wall. This book gave me so much understanding <laughs> wow. about real friendship. Yeah. I'm not even kidding with you right so now. Good. Like yeah. The wow. two things that I'm just going to leave y'all with as takeaways. Drop the gents. The first joint was... You know, nobody owes me the (laughs) invitation. I don't need to feel like, you know, they have done an offense toward me because they really haven't. At the end of the day, I'm securing myself. I don't need to be invited. It's okay. I can do something else with someone else. Right. But then the second thing is that, you know, lifelong friendships, the way that we see on TV shows and movies is really rare. And Man. so, if we think yeah. to ourselves, "Oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? Why don't I have a lifelong friend, or why don't I have a lifelong click like girlfriends? That's really think about rare. That. Yeah, Man. that's really rare. And and the 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 primary. Um, focus of our friendship as Christian women is to uplift and encourage one another toward Christ. Yeah. So if our friendship yeah. group is like, ooh, da 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 but w- there's no like, oh, but what about Christ though? Like, how mm-hmm. are we being, you know, molded toward Christ? How are we being molded mm-hmm. toward our future? Yeah. You know, what what's our purpose? Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is beneath you, honey. Like, you're my friend. Let me tell you the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If the friendship is not rooted in that, then it's probably not going to last. And if it does mm-hmm. last, That's then did healthy. it lead you Mm. Come on. Is it healthy? And did it lead you to a deeper understanding, a deeper fellowship? At the end of the day, I want my friendships. To encourage me to Christ, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. Like I'm looking for people who are willing to encourage me to tell me when I'm wrong, yeah. if I'm not being humble. If you if you hear something I'm saying and you like, girl, mm-mm, that don't make no sense. Yeah. That's not yeah. a biblical. Yeah. Tell me. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't need somebody to just hype me up when I'm acting a fool. Yeah. <laughs> all right now, friendish. word is enough for the wise? All Get right? the book. <laughs> We've talked about so many good things, man. I don't even want to close out what we got to. It's Um, given part two. It's given part two. I don't know the three thirty guys. Breakfast next time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just to close out, close out. What's one thing you would tell your younger self? Mm Hmm. Hmm. Man, I didn't even think about my response to this, and I'm asking the question. I can go first then, because you know, just to make it easier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I recently said this on another podcast, so I'll say it again. What I would tell my younger self mm-hmm. is that Katrina, you are not an imposter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are yourself. You are you. What you want to do is legit. Yeah. What you want to do you can do. Yeah. Do that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't do it for anybody else's affirmation. Don't mm-hmm. do it for anybody else's encouragement. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for anyone to jump on the bandwagon. You do it because you love it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not an imposter. You know what you're talking about. Just continue to learn it. Wow. Yeah. So good. That's really um,
2: good. I think for me, I would just tell myself that I'm like, I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. Like, that you're loved. Um, that you don't have to, once again, like, conform and mold mm-hmm. to the expectations of people. Um and yeah, just 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 really like affirming my identity. I think that's something I would definitely tell my younger self. And that you don't have to you don't have to be who you're not, um, and you can pursue your pursue who you are relentlessly outside of you know what people
1: have to say. Amen. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I think if I would tell myself fear is fake. Ooh, Um, that's it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Because I was definitely a worry, a worry wart as a kid. Even my mom would call me that. Like, Mm -hmm. girl, you just worry about everything. Mm. And I think while it definitely decreased while I grew up, it still hindered me from starting things the moment I thought of it, you know? Mm. So it's like, I was always worrying about, but this person said this and I'm supposed to be the Mm -hmm. first pharmacist of my family and I'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. this and I'm supposed to do this. So it's like, I was holding on to something deep down that I thought was significant in my life, but it's because everyone called it like a bad habit. Like, mm. girl, you always shopping. What's wrong with you? Like, mm. you always looking at shoes. You always, so I felt so bad about it. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't pursue this seriously because it's a bad habit. Yeah. Um, and so I was scared to disappoint my parents and, you know, other people who wanted me to be different things. Yeah. And then mm. I came to a church where people were like, giving me prophecies about fashion. And Mm. I was like, wait, God, God cares about clothes. Mm. (laughs) I was like, I thought that was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was, you know, shallow. So it's like, I was Mm. so afraid for no reason. Like I was afraid Mm. of something that was actually a part of my passion and my destiny and something God had said to me a long time ago, something I was unconsciously pursuing. I just didn't have anyone to help me refine it. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, fear is fake. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. literally a barrier. It's just trying to keep you from, you know, what you're meant to do. And the moment you realize that it's, you know, a phantom, it's not real, and you mm-hmm. tell it to go away, it's, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Love it. I love that. Ooh, man, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I, I would really cry but because I was thinking about our response. I'm like, ah. oh okay. I love this girl. But, <laughs> so, so I'm so, yeah. So one thing I would tell myself, my younger self, is that your story isn't over. Mm-hmm. I will never forget the day that I found out my dad passed. I was mm-hmm. at Dubai High School, mm-hmm. and they called me um, down and said, you have someone come pick you up my mom never came to school what is that like I was like what's going on and then my sister-in-law at the time told me my dad passed literally it felt like the it it was really weird It felt like I was still but the world was spinning around me and I Mm -hmm. thought that I would turn into a nun I thought I would never experience joy again I thought my story was over and I literally wrote this in my journal a few days ago you will live a full life like I'm trying to like affirm myself every day and that's one thing I would tell myself. I, KP Sparks, what? I what? never thought I would like create yeah, 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 what I'm yeah. doing today. Like, yeah. what? Even me on a podcast, when I got saved, I'm like, oh, I don't know enough Bible. But look yeah. at where I am today. Look so at I where would you are. I, oh, <laughs> I would tell my younger self, your story is not over and you will live so a good. full life. Yeah. So. That's so beautiful. This was so good. You do want to stick You want to stick I know. I, know. That I was, was a like, one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 'Cause I will cry. Like it's not it's not just a word. I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> this is so oh, good, y'all. Well happy women's month.
2: Yeah. Happy yes. Women's yes. History Month. Yes. Protect International a women's Women. day was on um the 8th so you know i mm-hmm. hope you you know has somebody cash app you some money or something yeah. i don't know celebrate Ooh. yourself um but <laughs> and yeah and if man. you haven't it's not too late yeah. yes our but cash yeah. apps are gonna be in
1: the, the, the in the show in notes. The <laughs> yeah 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 yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but no shout out to the guys for giving us yes. the space yeah um, love Thank them they you. are amazing men in our lives and we really love them and appreciate them um but
1: yeah i'm happy we got to do this y'all. am yeah. yeah. yes, so glad too. i did my first podcast with you did. God, she's so well spoken. I knew she was going to kill that. So, she oh, killed that joint. Yeah, thank you. She was calm. She everything. I'm so <laughs> that's how she. This, come on now. Yeah. We also didn't imitate the guys, but oh, I, know, I didn't right. say sure one time. It's okay, baby. Anyways, love you. I know, right. okay. I know, right. Remy's just like a book, book, book. That's the only thing I can think of.
2: <laughs> what does Sam do? She, she has to freestyle. freestyle. Okay. I know, Okay. Come on, give me a beat, y'all.
1: Oh no, 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 no. Okay, never mind. It's okay. Uh, uh, so we here Rapping uh, Tapping uh, Attacking, uh, attacking uh, Doing Project 30 uh, hey, hey, You uh, gonna uh, Fill hey. me Dirty 30 hey. hey. We're worthy Oh Good job Katrina Very good job um, I'm about to call you Ugo. Do you We just A now I think what? we already did it. Anyway. Did. Impersonation? Yeah. For those yeah. Impersonation. Anyway. I mean, yeah. we really should have said, A girl. Say girl. What's happening? Because it's What's all happening? about the lady. The lady. But you know. Mm-hmm. Does anybody want to plug themselves in again? All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Follow me, KP Sparks. How they going to know when you do? Get it, KP Sparks underscore, actually, because the other KP Sparks is just so I don't know. That. Yeah, but that's all, y'all. Thanks we for out. following and listening. Yeah, and I know you know, guys want to get attacked at the end. We, we out so yeah. and follow Project 330 yes, on all yes, social yes, platforms. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> follow, follow, <laughs> follow on YouTube if you're listening YouTube, to, to this. He says Twitter, that's PROJ330. Talk to you guys later. Bye.